All right, I'm going to share with you today a cheat code for how to get unstuck and how to know what changes you need to make within your podcast in order to get it producing leads for your business and to actually become the revenue generator for your business and for your course or your program or whatever it is you have that you know it can be. I'll tell you what that is right after this. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following and actually made a difference, monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there, welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I'm so glad you're here today, and I'm glad that you're concerned about monetizing your podcast, and I am too. Like, that is my life's work and my life's calling is to get more podcasts monetized because I feel like we have been sold a bill of goods in podcasting where if you just build it, they will come. If you just create a podcast, don't worry about monetizing it. In fact, shame on you for monetizing, thinking about monetizing when you're just now starting out and just put out content, get good at your craft, get really, really, really good at your craft. And then once you've been doing it for a while and once you've been building and once you've been, you know, kind of earning your stripes in the podcast world, then something will happen and all of a sudden you'll be able to get money from it. And I think that's absolute crap. I think it's terrible advice. No one would ever tell you to do that in the business world. No one would ever tell you to start a business that way. And I think we, um, the creative side of what is appealing to about podcasting to people has taken over and outweighed the logical and the common sense side. So today I'm here to give you a cheat code. So today I'm going to give you a cheat code on how to get out of this stuck place that you're potentially in. Now, this cheat code is sort of boils down everything I do in all my coaching and all of my uh, working with podcasters every single week. I see it again and again. We have ignored the direct pathway between creating an audience that supports or is within the avatar of our business and then using our content to lead them a little further down the journey with us every single time in lieu of creating something that we think is, oh, it's a something to be great conversations to have. And this is going to be awesome. And I just want to have conversations. I just want to be able to talk to people. And I just want other people to be able to hear these conversations. And I know it can help some people. And so I just want to put this content out there and we create these bridge to nowhere podcasts. In other words, we aren't calling out to a specific avatar. We aren't solving specific problems. We're just creating these things that are out there that are the largest traffic source to nowhere. I want you to picture, if you will, that you have now been building a road with your podcast and every single 
episode that you've been putting out is like another, what, maybe a hundred yard section of the road. And if you've got 25 episodes in, man, you've got a 25 yard road that you've got going here. If you've got 150, 200 episodes, you've got a much longer road that you've been building. And every week people are getting on your road because they like the content that you're producing. They like the work that you're doing on the road. So they're following you down this road. And many of you have started this with no thought for where is the road going to end up? Where is the road going to lead? Where is the road going to come out? Is it going to be a different destination? Is it just going to merge back into another road somewhere along the way? Or is it going to be a bridge that's going to go or go to a bridge that's going to cross into a whole nother realm that people will follow you on. Like you haven't thought about that. And so you've just been going through the motions of creating this podcast and this content and it sucks your time, your energy, your effort, your money. And you begin thinking, why am I even doing this? Like what, what is the point? And then you get overwhelmed with thinking, I've invested too much to turn back now, so I've got to figure out a way to make this pay off. And the only way to figure out how to make it pay off is to invest more time, energy, money, and effort into turning it around in hopes that someday it will generate enough that will actually have me revenue and goodwill and value positive uh, versus the negative value that I'm in right now with my podcast. So, Let me tell you the cheat code. The missing ingredient in what you're doing is logic and common sense. Okay. So we know this inherently in as we're consumers, we know how to get people further interested in what we're doing and what we're talking about. But yet we defy logic. We defy common sense in order to fit into someone else's pattern that we know doesn't make sense. And we know it's not really going to relate back to what you're doing on your business. So how are you going to make money from it? Right. And so we get stuck in these things and it just, we get stuck in these patterns of just going through the motions of creating content because it's easier to do that than to stop and change. It's easier to keep putting out a show that's not going to ever get you anywhere than it is to stop and do the work and dive in deep and roll up your sleeves and fix the problems so that two months from now or three months from now, you can begin getting clients from your podcast. Okay, I'm just going to tell you it's easier to do that. But the problem is after you do another two or three months in uh, fixing things, and now you got your podcast ready to, to turn on the revenue and turn on the lead gen for you. Now you can just let it slide, let it roll and let it bring, start bringing in leads for you. The other way, you're going to let it roll and you're going to let it slide, but it's just going to keep taking from you instead of actually turning the corner and giving something back to you. So today I'm going to tell you that the cheat code for fixing all the problems in your podcast is using logic and common sense. I talk to people every single day and I'll ask them, ah, what's your, what's your business? And they'll say, oh, I am a, 
nutrition educator and I help people heal their bodies or whatever it is they're doing um, through food and through making the right food choices. So I'm like sort of like a nutritional counselor. And I'll say, great, that's fantastic. So what um, podcast have you created? And they'll be like, well, I created this podcast called At the Table with Mabel. And I don't understand why I'm not really getting any money from it. I'm not really getting any um, clients from it. And it's sort of like just taking up a lot of my time right now. And I don't think I'm getting anything out of it. And when I go back and look at the number of people I talk to every week that have this sort of problem where you know exactly who you work with, but yet for some reason you've taken a more generic, esoteric, undefined, ambiguous, obtuse take on that person and now you've created a podcast over here that doesn't speak to anybody and you're doing all this work to get 30, 40, 50 downloads every single time you put out an episode. I'm not trying to, sh to download shame you and make you feel like that you should have more downloads, but gosh, you've got to be able to get something back out of it. And you can monetize small, small audiences. It's not a problem to do that, but you've got to take specific steps to do it. Some of the logical things that we overlook whenever we're building a podcast is um, number one, and every time I tell people this, they go, oh, that makes so much sense. Makes so much sense. I don't know why I didn't think of that. I can't believe I didn't think of that. And the biggest thing is like figuring out what part of your business do you want to bring in podcast listeners to. So these would be people that are not going to be like meeting with you brick and mortar. They're not going to be sitting coming into your seat for a therapy session that's in person. These would be people that you could work with regardless of what state they live in, regardless of what state you're licensed to work in. So you would need to serve them in some way. And for some of you, that might be that you're going to have to do something more coaching rather than counseling or therapy or whatever. But you're doing a coaching program that is not specifically tied to any specific licenses or certifications that you have that are only valid for people who live in certain states. So beginning with the end in mind is one of the seven habits of highly effective people that Stephen Covey popularized probably 30 years ago now. And beginning with the end in mind is where you want to start with your podcast. What program, and you might not yet have a program. You might say, I need to create a program or I need to take this program that I'd only previously done in my office, in person with people and adapt it for online learning or virtual, you know, therapy or whatever it is you're doing. But you haven't done that yet. Stop planning a podcast and go ahead and build your destination. Build that destination. Where are you leading them? And you know what? Your first to start out, your destination might just be a lead magnet to get them on your email list. But begin with the lead magnet in mind. Begin with the end in mind. Where are you going to take this largest organic traffic source you've just created? 
Now you look at it and go, okay, this is the destination. Here's the course. Here's the program. Here's the membership. Here's the whatever that I would like my podcast listeners to sign up to. Here's the book I would like them to buy of mine. Here's this, that, or the other. Now I've got what I'm going to be like ultimately driving the destination to. So I've got that down pat. I know what that is. That's created. That's ready to go. So now let's look at who is the ideal person to buy this program, course, membership, book, whatever it is. Who is that person? Who is that ideal customer? And build out an extensive customer profile for the type of person that this program, membership, whatever is for. And I mean, go deep. Don't leave a single stone unturned. Think about where that person is, not just who they are, but where they are on their journey. Some of you might need to eliminate people and you say, well, I don't, I'm not working with people who aren't at this point yet, but I'm only working with them once they've crossed this point or that point, or once they've met this criteria. Define all of that. Who is that person? The more specific you can get about it, the easier it is, right? Because all we're doing is things that are logical and make sense. So now you know what the destination is. You know who is the ideal person for the destination. So now all you have to do is figure out based on who that person is and where they currently are in their journey, what is going to be the most impactful content that you could provide to them through a podcast that would prepare them to take the next step with you, with you. What could you provide them value-wise that would lead them one step closer to your course, your program, your book, your membership, whatever it is, right? And that is the podcast you need to create. That is the podcast you need to set up. What do you need to name the podcast? You need to be clear, not clever. You need to be clear, not cute. And you need that podcast name to call out to that avatar so they know exactly who this content is created for. And that is them. Okay. If they don't recognize your content is speaking to them, they're never going to give it a chance. So this is all very logical and it can be very data driven, you know, especially if you know your numbers and you know who your customers are and you know where people, you know, where you want to pick them up on their journey and how you want to get that transformation for them. And so it's very logical using common sense, begin thinking about what type of topics is that ideal customer already searching for that I could provide value in and I could provide additional context around and then ultimately lead them one step closer to my program membership book, whatever it is you've got, course, whatever. Okay, so when you're doing this, it's a very logical progression. Like I want them to join my parenting membership program or my solo parent membership program. So what I'm going to do then is understand that if I'm doing something for solo parents and I have a membership program, then the content that I create is going to need to draw solo parents. So what type of content would draw in solo parents? Well, to start, it would be content that 
is falls under the umbrella of solo parent something, right? Thriving as a solo parent. Solo parents somehow going to need to be in the title of your podcast if that's a critical part of your avatar. And so often we don't do this. We just put up content. We go with an episode title or a podcast title that we think is so cute. And it completely misses the mark and the market because they don't get it. Right? So all we're doing is saying, I mean, think about it from the same aspect of when you plan a trip. Most people just don't wake up one morning and say, let's go somewhere. We haven't done laundry. We don't have the car packed. We don't have gas in the car, but let's just go. And you just get in the car and you drive all over the place and you don't know when you're there yet because you don't know where you're going and you just drive. And if that's what your that's what your podcast is doing, if you haven't reverse engineered it for the destination. So how different is it whenever we plan a trip? What do we start doing? Where do we want to go? And then you figure out the destination. You've just figured out the destination that you want your people to go. Then once you're at the destination, you got some other questions to answer. Within that destination, how am I going to get there? Am I going to fly? Am I going to drive? Okay. And also, where am I going to stay once I get there? Am I going to stay in an Airbnb? Am I going to do a hotel? Am I going to do a resort? What am I going to do? All right. So once I'm there, I'm at the destination. Once I've gotten, made whatever travel plans I need to get there. Now, once I'm there, what all am I going to do? Am I going to need to be uh, driving around? Am I going to need to be out exploring? Am I going to need to be able to get to places under my own power, like needing to rent a car? Or could I Uber to places? Just have Uber, Uber drop me off. Just depend on public transportation or something else, right? You begin planning all of these details about your trip, but what never changed, the destination never changed, right? And you have the destination and then you have the hotel you're staying in. And then you go ahead and book your flights. And then you go ahead and book your rental car. And then you go ahead and book whatever else you need for that trip. And then as you get close to that trip, you begin anticipating it. And you know, you can look at your ticket and go, I have a destination on my trip. I just need to wait two more months until the date of the trip starts because I'm so excited. I have a friend that she must go on five or six cruises a year and she just her time clock runs from cruise to cruise. So she gets back from one cruise and starts the countdown calendar to the next cruise and you, you count down with her and she's always mentioning it on social media. Well, that's what you're doing. You're building something and every episode you put out, you're counting down until that person then becomes part of your community and part of your uh, customer base. Okay. So we're starting with the end in mind, figuring out um, exactly who we're serving with our podcast, who we want to help, the business, the programs that we want to get them into. And if you have books and you have programs and you have other things, as long as they're of a single avatar, of someone that would take advantage of them, and you can use your podcast in that way. So you're just going to think about it logically. So using the solo parent example, if I was creating a solo parent podcast and I had a solo parenting course that I needed to get them into, 
then what would I name my podcast? Something with solo parent, right? And then what type of content would I talk about on the podcast? Would I interview people that are not single parents? No, I wouldn't. I would create all the content around being a single parent and the problems and hurdles and obstacles you might be facing so that I can then present the pain point so that I can also present the solution being my membership program or my book or my whatever it is that they're selling. So we just logically reverse engineered a solo parent podcast to bring in traffic for a course or a membership or something like that. And in the course of doing all of these little assessments of, you know, who do you want to come and what, where are they on their journey and what are the problems they've encountered and what solutions have they tried and what pre conceived notions they have or misconceptions do they have about their solution uh, to this problem that you can begin addressing. And then every one of those things becomes a piece of your content journey. Every one of them becomes a piece of the podcast that you put out and you put out that content knowing who you're talking to, knowing exactly how to speak to them. Because you will need to speak to your direct avatar and then also knowing how to turn that value content into let's take the next step on the customer journey. So logic and common sense. And I've had, I can tell you in the past two weeks, I've had at least six different consultations from a strategic point of view with potential clients or existing clients and every single one of them, their mind was blown with logic and common sense. And they would say, Oh God, that really makes sense. I don't really know why we weren't doing that in the first place. And it's because somebody somewhere, some guru who helped them set up their podcast, told them they needed to do it this way. And because they were the expert, they, that's how they did it. And I think, For you to be able to reverse engineer your podcast, the more logic and the more common sense you can apply to the process, the better off it is. And you need to be able to trace a direct line. So let's, let's throw out another, let's throw out another example. If you want to appeal to Atlanta Braves fans because you have Um, an affiliate program where you are, maybe you're a travel agent. So let's just say you're a travel agent. And one of the things you specialize in is uh, getting people to go on So let's say you are an intermittent fasting expert and your programs and your memberships all deal with intermittent fasting. And let's just say that you know exactly who the person is that is your ideal customer. You know it's someone who is probably not overweight, 
but somebody who's probably into a little bit of sort of the biohacking thing, they're probably supplement takers. They probably are regulars at the gym, like they always have a gym membership and they're like the people that just go and it's no big deal when they go. So they don't have to like post it on social media, like woohoo, workout today or workout time or leg day or whatever. They just go post it and go. I mean, they, they don't post it. They just go. And you've, you go ahead and work out who your ideal listener is and who your ideal client for these programs are and how much money they need to make in order to be able to afford your program. And you need to look at what all they've already tried. Maybe they're, they've been on other diets or supplements where they haven't noticed any marked improvement in their um, ability to fast better or longer or whatever, or get into ketosis or, you know, whatever they're trying to do. And so when you reverse engineer that, if I'm trying to deal with bringing someone that says intermittent fasting, what are two words that need to be in my title of my podcast? Right. Intermittent fasting. It's like the answer, the, the answer to the question It's like the question begets the answer, right? So I'm telling you, you are wanting to create a podcast with the words intermittent fasting in the title. You don't want just a generic nutrition podcast. You don't want a podcast that talks about um, recipes. You don't want a podcast that talks about um gastric bypass surgery, right? You want to talk specifically about the things that the intermittent fasting ideal avatar would be interested in. So you begin with knowing you've got a program, a course or whatever for them, and then you title your show intermittent fasting. What are the biggest things that the person who's doing intermittent fasting is looking for right now? Where can we find the solutions that they're searching for? Like they're asking questions to the internet. They're asking questions to Google in their phone. How to do this, how to do that. They're asking questions on YouTube. Where can we go find those search algorithms? And what are the, what are they, what are the traffic numbers that they're talking about here? From there, we just need to figure out how people are trying to find the information and then create answers to the questions that they're asking with our content. And then, oh, by the way, I showed you how to modify your intermittent fasting once you hit menopause. But, oh, by the way, did you know I have this program that shows you how to not just monetize, uh, how to not just modify your intermittent fasting schedule, but to also modify your nutrition once you hit menopause. And that's that's the next course. And so here it's available if you're interested in that, right? We do things that are so illogical and that are so, uh, let's just say around the ass to get to the elbow that I don't know if we think we're being clever or we're just trying not to hit people head on with, um, I've got something to offer you and I need you to listen to my podcast. I need you to become a part of my audience. Like, you don't have to work very hard at it if you use logic and common sense. So when you have a known product or course or whatever, just reverse engineer it to get monetization. I, I, I mean, I literally cannot tell you how many times somebody's come to me and said, I want to be known as the expert in X, Y, or Z. 
oh, okay, so you have your podcast is about X, Y, or Z. No, my podcast is more about the scientific part of blah, blah, blah. And it's like, what are you doing? Right? Why are you creating that podcast over there whenever what you really want is you want to be the expert on blah, blah, blah. Right? And it happens all the time. Stop doing that. Who's telling you to do that? I I had a a client this week that was with a, a big firm that was like known for uh, producing podcasts in their specific niche. And, you know, they have all these accolades on their website and were touting all of these things that they knew how to do that nobody else knew how to do, supposedly. And I look and I'm meeting with their client and the client's like, I'm not getting any traction. I mean, he literally has a podcast that should be getting 30,000 downloads a month or more, and he's getting 300. And I look, and it's obvious. Everything about it is nothing's pointing in the right direction. The titles of the shows aren't utilizing the keywords. It's not talking about the problems and the pain points that their audience is experiencing. They're doing interviews with people and just rambling, 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 never getting to the point, and then wondering why they're not actually seeing any traffic to their website. It's almost like they're wanting to put the business aspect they're wanting to hit, you know, with the with the podcast is sort of like a um, subtle, like subconscious thing. Like, I don't want to mention what I'm doing. I don't want to mention anything, but I'm just hoping that if I put out this content enough that eventually they'll feel this nudging of the Holy Spirit or something like that, where it will take them to my website and they'll figure out that I can help them with their problem and they'll buy my course. Bump that. That is for the birds. That is such a long way to get to where you want to go. So stop doing that. Stop doing things that are illogical. I mean, just begin asking yourself logical questions about who you're trying to attract, where you're trying to take them, and engineer every piece of that to take them one more step down that journey. Don't try to be clever. Don't try to be subtle. Don't try to be subliminal. Don't try to be, you know, covert. It's okay. Put it out there. Reverse engineer every single aspect of this. And when you figure out who your avatar is and you figure out who, what a product you're offering and you've got that all set up and you got it ready to go, then go out and build your traffic source like crazy to this destination. It would be crazy the same way I'm telling you if I wanted to help people monetize their podcast. And that was truly my passion. I create a podcast called Podcast Monetization Secrets, and I talk about the exact content that is something that you're thinking about or asking about. But how crazy would it be if that was my goal, but yet my podcast was called The History of Podcasting? Do you see how that doesn't make any sense? Maybe I'm going to, if the history of podcasting is my podcast, like who am I attracting with that? Am I attracting avid podcasters or am I just being the documentarian for the rest of the world and I'll never make any money from that, right? Call your shot. Say it out loud. Your avatar should know that you're speaking to them. They should say, oh my God, it was like you were speaking directly with to me. 
And I have people say that to me all the time. I'd listen to your podcast, Christy. And it was like, how does she know? It's like she's talking directly to me. Because I said, you feel guilty because you've now you've been doing all these episodes and you feel guilty by not putting them out anymore. And but you're, now you're stuck because now you've got an emotional attachment to putting out content that doesn't match up with your business goals and doesn't align with your business goals. And you too feel feel too guilty about setting it up the wrong way in the first place to either pivot, rebrand it or somehow bring it back into a value producing entity for you. And yet I'm now functioning out of obligation to everyone else. And you hear that and you go, oh, that's like she's speaking directly to me. Well, I am, but I'm also speaking to the other 20,000 podcasters that are going to hear this over time that are feeling the same way because it's a common theme. How do I know that? I work with you every day. I work with podcasters all day long, every day to get them monetized and to get their strategies worked out so that they are converting from their podcast. It doesn't make sense for me to talk about the history of podcasting because I'm not just trying to get podcast buffs in here. I'm not just trying to educate people about podcasting, right? It's a very specific niche and I'm putting out content that will hopefully draw you in based on the title of my show and the preparation we do for the show and the work I do understanding where you are and the problems you're encountering. So I hope this has been helpful to you. The cheat code, you guys, the cheat code is use logic and common sense. Don't, don't you dare wait and think, I don't know what's wrong. I don't know what's going on and pay me money for me to sit here and tell you that it's logical and here's how the way the way to logically set it up. Use this podcast to save yourself $250 to $400, depending on how you want to hire me, right? And don't do that. And fix it yourself and then bring in the help you need along the way to handle the tactical parts you can't do, okay? This is nothing but logic. This is nothing but making common sense, Okay. We're not speaking in, you know, code to our audience. We're speaking clearly, overtly. We're targeting people very specifically. Only the ideal people that you want to work with. You know why? Because if you have an ideal, a a podcast audience of 30,000 ideal people that would qualify to work with you, you'll have a whole lot more actually convert to work with you than if you have a podcast audience of 30,000 people. But of that 30,000, only 5,000 are really truly qualified to work with you. Right. So we want to have we want to set ourselves up to get the best percentages as possible and using logic and common sense will make this process real for you. I dare you go through podcast apps you're on right now and begin browsing the categories and seeing how many shows are out there that are producing and you look at the title of it, you look at the thumbnail of it and you have no freaking idea what that show is about. You have no idea who that show is for. You have no idea whether it's even something you'd be interested in or not. And yet somebody every single week is putting out content like that, hoping that their target audience will just find them. If you want your target audience to find you, speak in the same language your target audience speaks. 
Use the same ways to describe it that they would. Use the same language in your podcast title and your podcast name that they would identify with. When you do this and when you let logic and common sense be your guide, you will have eliminated 60% of your problems with monetizing. I promise you. It's not rocket science. It's such common sense and it's so simple. And it amazes me that I make money every single week from telling someone something like this. But it happens over and over and over again. So I'm trying to save you some money trying to save you time and energy with a podcast that's not producing anything for you so that hopefully you can get it to the point, pivot, rebrand, do whatever you need to do so that there is a logical, clear, and explicit line from your podcast directly to where you want that traffic to go. People don't have to guess and people don't have to wonder and people don't want to have to see. It's not a, you know, a cliffhanger a TV show or something that you're waiting to see what the last episode's going to be. No, people need to know. And then when they're ready and the time is right and they feel like they've got enough of a no like trust factor with you and they're ready to take the next steps, you'll be the logical one they'll take those next step with. That makes it easy to sell because you don't really have to sell at all, right? You know, sales is just bad marketing. So you don't want to have to do a sales pitch. If you market yourself the right way, you don't have to sell. You don't have to do a sales pitch. You just have to say, if you want the next steps, here they are. That's it. Makes it so much easier. I hope this has been helpful for you today. And, uh, you know, if you need help with your podcast and you really have gotten to the end of your ability to be logical and common sense about the decisions you're making about it, Probably the best thing to do is do a podcast tune-up where I go in and look under the hood. I did one last week and came up with so many things to fix about this podcast to really get it producing what they want to do. And it was so much fun to go through and look at everything. So um, it's it's really helpful. And it's one of those things that will give you a blueprint when you walk away for how are you going to start changing uh, your lead gen method to make sure your podcast is a huge part of it. So if you need that, simply go to teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. That's team, T-E-A-M podcast.com forward slash tune up. You can also call it a podcast audit, whatever you want to call it. I feel like audit is a little bit of a harsh term, but I just like to tune it up and tweak it for you, give you a clear pathway to actually extracting value that you need from your podcast. So teampodcast.com forward slash tune up. Thanks for being here with me today. Thanks for hanging out. And uh, thanks for being concerned about monetizing your podcast. I'll catch you next time. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Oh, no, no, no. We're not advertising for Facebook anymore because we're pulling all of our communities off of Facebook. So if you want to come join the real community of people who are looking to monetize their podcast, podcastsuccesshub.com. Go to podcastsuccesshub.com and I'll see you there because I'm not going to be on Facebook. You guys have an awesome one.